The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, where does this man get all of this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometowns, and among their own kin, and in their own house. And Jesus could do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Then Jesus went about, went, went about among the villages teaching, and he called the twelve and began to send them out two by two, and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money for their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. Jesus said to them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. This changes everything. This changes everything, everything. Oh my, was that song annoying. <laughs> But it was the theme song for the ELCA Youth Gathering, so we sang it anyway, anyway. <laughs> now some of you may already know that Pastor Ben and I accompanied eight youth to the ELCA Youth Gathering in Houston this past week. But if not, let me explain briefly. It's a gathering that happens once every three years for, um, for youth and their adult leaders. And this year about 31,000 people gathered in the city of Houston for Bible study and service learning, for faith formation and worship over a five-day period. And this year, for the first time ever, Holy Trinity Lutheran Church had a youth group to send to the gathering. We had been anticipating this for more than a year, this milestone in HTLC's history because many of us can remember a time when there were no youth and only a handful of children in our congregation. So to have a strong group of young people ready to do the traditional thing and go to the youth gathering was an exciting opportunity for our whole church. I still get a little choked up when I think about it. So, While we were there, we experienced lots of playtime outstanding music performances by Christian artists, a service opportunity with Meals on Wheels that serves 5,000 meals a day to the people in Houston. We also participated in a protest rally calling for an end to immigration policies and practices 
on our southern border. But when I asked our group what was most meaningful for them and where they saw God active and present in the gathering, they pointed to the speakers. Imagine that. They like the sermons the best. <laughs> of course, these sermons are nothing like what they hear here at Holy Trinity. These testimonials are more like TED Talks, where young people shared their story. But different from TED Talks or motivational speakers, these young people shared their powerful witness about God's presence, God's power and hope and grace in their lives. Pastor Will Starkweather shared the story of his freshman year in high school when he was filled with so much anxiety and depression. Even though his life looked perfect on the outside, that he began doing self-harm, cutting himself. The behavior, he said, got worse and worse until finally, eventually, he was able to share his story with his pastor. And she said to him four words that he will never forget. There's grace for that. Eventually, he found a recovery group and professionals to help him. And now he's better and free from self-harm for 10 years. But he closed his speech by saying, I don't give testimony to my own doing, or my own strength, or my own willpower. But I testify to the grace of God that is working through me. We are all recovering from something, he said. And God is in the business of bringing beauty out of broken things and broken people. And God was with me through all of that and continues to stand by me now. And God's grace changes everything. And then there was Caroline Meeker, a student about the same age as many of our students in our group, and she shared her, she shared her story of living with anorexia, a disease that was diagnosed at the young age of nine. After sharing the details of her recovery, she said, I can't tell you how or why or when I started to get better, but I can tell you who, God. God was there through my doctors, through my family, through prayers from my church and my friends. God was everywhere. God's love and presence gave me and my parents hope and strength to fight through this disease. God doesn't give us hardships, she insisted. Instead, God promises to be there. God promises to put the right people in our lives to help us, to give us strength, to love us, always. And my hope is that all of you will love yourselves the way that God loved you. And then there was Michaela, Michaela Shelley, age 18. She was one of the most memorable speakers. She was on our second night. And she started her speech, and we all were able to memorize the first lines of her speech. She said, I am dying. But the truth is, so are all of you. And the only difference is that I know what I will likely die from. 
She has myocardial disease, a terminal genetic condition with no treatment and no cure, and her younger brother has already died from the same disease. So she said to us, in the beginning, I might have screamed and cried and cursed God's name for this happening to me, but now I know, and I want the world to know that no matter how many times you curse God, he still loves you. You still matter. And God will hold you in his hands through the hills and valleys of this life. And then she closed by saying, it makes no sense, but this is God's grace. Now, my friends, I wish I could stand up here all morning and tell you all the stories that we heard at the youth gathering because they were all so powerful. I can only pick three, but I instead will commend to you the ELCA website and the YouTube videos so that you can hear for yourselves the testimonies that we heard last week. But the constant theme that was running through all of these testimonials is that God is faithful. God is with us. God loves us no matter what. God forgives us, and God's grace changes everything. So, as we learn more this summer here at Holy Trinity about King David, I started to wonder what David's testimonial might sound like if young David were invited to be a speaker at the ELCA youth gathering. So here you go. I was only a young boy singing psalms of praise and watching the family's sheep herd when I was first called to be a king. It didn't make any sense. I was young and inexperienced, and certainly my older brothers would make better leaders than I ever could. But still, I was anointed as a king by Samuel in a private family ceremony. Now, I sure didn't feel like a king at first. In fact, most of my days were quite ordinary, except for that one day when I slung a slingshot to the giant and knocked him right down. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> but the truth is, there were plenty of ups and downs in my life. I fought battles. I betrayed my friends. I misused my power, and Bathsheba started a hashtag MeToo campaign. And I even executed two guys who I thought were going to be, who thought that they were going to be rewarded for their war efforts. You see, my sins are plenty, and I, I haven't always lived the way that God intended for my life. But you know what? God was with me through it all. And God's grace changed everything for me. David's story is our story, too. In the reading from 2 Samuel, just after his third anointing, this time as king over all of Israel, the scripture says, And David became greater and greater, for the Lord, the God of hosts, was with him. These four words, I am with you, are at the very heart of the good news of the Bible. Moses tries out five excuses with God to say why he's not worthy to be a leader. But God says, I will be with you. I will give you the words to say. And Jeremiah argues that he's only a teenager and therefore too young to be a prophet. But God says, do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you. 
In the last words in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus says, And remember, I am with you to the end of the age. So why is I am with you so important? It means that David and all of us later royal and priestly children of God are never alone. However sinful, however lacking in confidence, however hopeless and questioning we may be about our own place in the world, God is not ashamed to hang out or hang around with David or Pastor Will or Caroline or Michaela or you or me. I am with you is a word of empowerment for each of us to trust God who is faithful, to carry out our own day-to-day vocations with grace and humility with God by our side, to face the challenges of life with courage and hope. And how do we know that God is with us? It all starts with our naming and anointing in baptism. Michaela, Will, Caroline, fill in your own name. You have been anointed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. You are mine, God declares, and I will be with you always, cherishing you and holding you in love through whatever life brings. And in case Just in case that sweet smell of anointing oil and the wetness of fresh baptismal water seem to fade away from our memory, we come to the table today hungry for Christ's real presence with us in bread and wine so that we can touch and taste and see and smell the very goodness of God's I am with you. No matter who you are, no matter what your story includes, God loves you, and that, my friends, changes everything.